Hello, everybody, and welcome to a bonus episode of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week, we are discussing, and we, as it means me and Ben, are discussing the final season of Star Wars The Clone Wars, which just wrapped up on Disney+. Plus. Two-thirds of the season were made up of previously animatic episodes that just never got made during the original run. Which is similar to what they did with the the season that was on Netflix, which is season six, and they called the Lost episodes, was a similar thing. Uh, they had a couple, by this late in the show, it had stopped being kind of one-offs and was almost exclusively like three to four episode arcs. And this season was no different. It started off with a series of episodes that were based around a crew of clones. They were like the defective, right? They were, they were defective, but they were like awesome at yeah, the same time. Like, I don't know if defective <laughs> is the word I would have used. Like, maybe, I don't know, like better? <laughs> like, um, improved? They, were, they were just had more unique personalities. Well, one's like a fucking tank. <laughs> uh, this was, it was called the Bad Batch Arc, which gave us some time with rex and the it was the clones focused for half of it and then but anakin and obi-wan were involved in that arc as well i'm surprised how little they were involved with the season overall though yeah it was was kind of interesting yeah i it it was a choice i'm not i mean (laughs) i think once it was all said and done and we'll be spoiling the whole season here uh it it became clear this was just trying to give ahsoka and rex kind of a send-off and to a certain extent, Maul as well. And I I guess while I, I appreciated most of the episodes, and I thought the Mandalore, Battle of Mandalore arc was really good at the end, I do wish that they may have had, they could have had a bit more of a, like, a conclusion to the series, but I guess that is technically Revenge of the Sith. So this actually serves as... The way they handled the last four episodes, which were happening concurrently with um, Revenge of the Sith and Order 66. And uh, I I think Fellini and them did a good job of lining those two things up and also lining it up with Rebels and everything that happens with Ahsoka and Rex there. Again, I I thought it was really well done, but it it didn't feel as conclusion. Like, I don't know. It, It didn't feel like a final wrap-up as much as it could have but i get at the same time it's not the wrap-up all these characters go on and we've already seen a lot of that happen already too so it's kind of a weird one one of them we particularly know the entire story of now for the most part Uh, yeah i guess it'd be interesting like if you watched this everything chronologically like you're some new star kid who's a star wars fan it would make a lot more sense because then you know we we hadn't wouldn't have watched ahsoka for two or three seasons on rebels before coming back to this and like we would have wouldn't there be some more suspense with rex because we knew we didn't know rex was alive and well all the way up till return of the jedi did you know that by the way wait how was he alive in return of the they've, jedi they've canonized him to return of the jedi so there is okay i'm gonna send you the picture and which is crazy. And when they, I was rewatching, they said there's some actor in Return of the Jedi, and they're just like, "Oh, that that's 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 Rex." Rex. <laughs> that's awesome. 
No, but like I was uh, watching. Is it one of the new scenes watching... or is it like a classic? No, no, it's a classic thing. And I don't know how intentional this was or if they just lucked out. I, I can't imagine they planned that all the way back. It's probably like, eh, that guy looks kind of like Rex. I don't eh. know. Dave Fellini, you never know with him. Uh, Filoni, I should say. What was funny was I was watching, rewatching Return of the Jedi after. That, that's, a, yeah, I could see this working. Okay, uh, I like it. <laughs> after, I think I didn't get to finish it, watch it before Rise of Skywalker, but I watched it after Rise of Skywalker. And uh, just to kind of compare the two, because, I mean, um, Abrams was definitely, you know, contrasting between the two movies, the way he similarly did with uh, A New Hope and Force Awakens. But I saw this guy pop up on screen, like, oh, that guy looks like Rex. And I'm like, Wait a second, and then that felt me down, and it it turns out that they have, <laughs> I think they have canonized that that is Rex fighting for the rebels in Return of the Jedi, which would be cool to tell that story, how he ended up in all of that, too. Although I feel like he would probably end up a higher rank, like, the dude, the dude knows his warfare. <laughs> <laughs> which leaves the door open, I guess he could pop up in Mandalorian, right? Mandalorian is... Right after this, or... Is Mandalorian, how close, is Mandalorian I think closer it's a to few Force years Awakens? After. Yeah, it's, that'd be cool if yeah, they think, got Rex. I'm pretty sure it's closer to the Return of the Jedi because it's like the the Empire's fallen, but the New Order hasn't risen. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting how they explain away Ahsoka. I guess that'll be really cool. We're, we're going on a long it, tangent, but here. again, that's one of those things where it's like you were saying you wish it had more of a conclusion. It's like the way it does mm-hmm. end off with like Ahsoka and Rex like going mm-hmm. away, but it's like where to. It's like, that's kind of one of these things I wanted to know this whole time. It's like, where were they, you know, when all this other shit is going down? It's like, oh, they were, they were fine. It's not really an answer, but I'll take it, I guess. It's better than nothing. Well, it technically is nothing. But I thought the imagery and stuff was cool. And like, I, I, I you could really tell that, I mean, I, I think Clone Wars has a show that has looked great from the get go, almost like it was. When it came out in the movie theater, it was instantly one of the best looking animated shows, especially with the 3D animation shows on television. But you can just tell these last few episodes, really, the the, the I think the final four were all produced in their like in, in, and envisioned post. Not that they changed a whole lot across the season, but was all envisioned and created post um, or recently where the other ones were kind of based on older animat you know animatics and stuff like that i don't know if that limited the scope and the quality of the show at all but they pulled out all the stops for the battle on mandalore stuff and it really yeah, did and, look incredible I mean, I'm, I'm someone who hates like computer animation like as a rule of thumb like i usually think it's pretty awful the clone wars is one of the few shows where i've always like i've always thought it yeah it does look great and it and i think it has like i, I think the way the animation makes it so you can you have these characters who are so much like, you can see so much more of what they can do. Like, I mean, it's the same evolution from, like, you know, the the Star Wars prequels and sequel trilogy to the original. I mean, the original trilogy, like, definitely a lot more acrobatics, more movement. But it's also, I think, like, the choreography in these episodes is pretty stellar. Like, the way Ahsoka and Maul move is... Well, they, I mean, they motion captured Ray Park yeah, yeah. for the fighting in this one, yeah. Which I'm so glad they did. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, we, we, we haven't really talked about the middle chunks of episodes, which were fine. 
But again, these were like leftover animatics for what happened to Ahsoka after, like literally right after she left the, the Jedi Order. She crashes her bike yeah. and falls into this. But it just, um, it, it doesn't feel necessary or worthwhile. Like I was yeah. just like, they're fine, but they serve no purpose. I mean, it, it, it allowed her to see another perspective of the Jedi, like giving that world like that was interesting but i literally texted ben after watching one of the episodes and i'm like they literally started in a cell there was 25 minutes of action (laughs) and they put them back in the cell the same cell to end the episode which was kind of like kind of how i would rate those episodes as a whole like we didn't gain a whole lot of new information i I think you could have had like her interact with those characters for like five minutes and she would have gotten that same oh not everybody thinks the jedi are great oh yeah and let's move on to the siege of mandalore give that an extra two episodes because that was amazing well i would have i i don't know if siege of mandalore need mandalore needed more episodes i just think it was interesting that they chose to take kind of the cheaper that you know they did rewrite it apparently those animatics were originally written as like there was a a love interest and it was like one other character and then they created it into two characters for the sisters so there was some rewriting and stuff that happened but I think the basic plot of like her getting involved with this low level Coruscant smuggler was the point of it. And just with them, I, I'm surprised they didn't use the, t- the the opportunity to create a really interesting and original feeling Ahsoka arc to add to this final season. Yeah. B- because I just like, I would have loved some weird thing like, like Yoda was Yoda got like a four episode arc where he's like oh where he's communicating for the, like with the, the the secret to immortality or whatever yeah and like he's like t- talking with the darks and light sides of the force and everything and like it didn't need to go that mystic with it but it would have been interesting to explore Ahsoka Ahsoka's connection with the force outside of the Jedi Order versus this um, street level equivalent of a story, you know? Yeah, like, it would have been cool to see her find a place for her to be, like, a part of her place, a part of the spectrum in the Force for her to place herself. Because we still, I mean, like in Rebels, she says she's no Jedi, but it's kind of like, (laughs) kind of doing everything they do, not really giving us any reason to doubt that. It could have been cool, too. They could have established, like, her where she ends up they could have had a story where it established like some planet she feels safe and secure on that gets implied that's where she went to after yeah yeah. the end of mandalore so then we would know kind of that's where she was hanging out until rebels or something like that i don't know that could have been that would have been my two cents in the story room at lucasfilm but i totally get why they they completed the work kind of stuff that they had it made it a little bit easier who knows what Filoni sacrifices he had to make to get this to come back at all. And the the Siege of Mandalore and tying it into Revenge of the Sith and actually ending the Clone Wars was the ultimate goal for this season. And I think they nailed that. So I'm not going to get too bent out of shape about it. Which, I, I mean, I think there was some good action and animation in those those middle episodes. It just didn't feel like we got a whole lot new in it. Yeah. And I mean, who knows? We might get another... I would be surprised if Disney puts on another series that's like an interquel between, you know, Clone Wars and Rebels. So it's like, 
Mm-hmm. Here's what Ahsoka was actually doing all this time. It's like a whole series based on that, or maybe something with Rex too. I mean, that if there if the rumors that they're gonna spin off Ahsoka into a live action show, that could definitely be the route. I mean, they, yeah. I guess uh, Rosario Dawson playing the role would make her a little too old for that. But well, they could have her. They could have two different actresses. They could have Dawson in the Mandalorian, and they, and they have because yeah. everyone's gonna be like, "Who's this?" Because the people who haven't watched Clone Wars, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. here's her mm-hmm. show coming next. You know, I feel like that would be. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, and that's also why it just, uh, that that whole street level approach to, like, building out the mythos of Ahsoka. Uh, it, it seems, thankfully, it seems like something they're going to continue to do in Star Wars, but I would have loved even more build up for that leading into whatever we're going to get in the next couple of years. Yeah. I, I mean, in, in particular, I'm really excited to see what and where she ends up into the sequel trilogy, Force Awakens, like where I, that was always my big hope was that Ray would hook up with her at some point. Well, she kind of did ninth, like in the ninth film. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I was hoping for an actual physical appearance like of Ahsoka. A cameo of some yeah. sort would be, um, yeah, that would be like them starting awesome. some force. Like she discovered, Ray discovers Ahsoka has been training force sensitive people in a, like some far off temple yeah but in a non-jedi versus sith way which really seemed to jive with where the last jedi was going so that's why i kind of felt like those two plot lines could intersect and i think i don't know i walked away from rise of skywalker thinking ray isn't necessarily bound to jedi versus sith by any means no i mean she's i mean that's the whole point she's supposed to be the last one so yeah She's probably yeah. going to so, start something new. I hope they do something. I would love for Daisy Ridley to sh- raise to show up in Ahsoka. I, I would still think that seems like such a logical place for Star Wars to go in some form. Mm-hmm. And I hope it finds some way onto the screen in some way in the years ahead. But um, yeah, do you have any more praise for the... the did, what did you think of the Bad Batch episodes overall? So for me, it was like Bad Batch, great. A strong way to kind of return to to uh, Clone Wars, uh, you know, just because I think characters I think, created by George Lucas, by the way. And I think that's I think the Clone Wars, like, sure, it's been about like the Jedi, you know, it's got Maul, but I think the Clone Wars is is Ahsoka and the clones show. So I'm glad that they got an arc. Um, we got to see Rex. We got to bring back someone who we thought was long dead, which was really cool. Are you referring to fives? Yeah, like it's kind of. Is it fives? Is it fives? I think it was echo, fives. echo, echo. Oh, okay, echo. Uh, I think. Yeah, they all look alike. Uh, <laughs> um, Racist. <laughs> the 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 me the middle arc, like yeah, like I just it didn't. I wasn't against it. I just didn't care really. I was kind of like, oh, you know, these are some mildly entertaining characters, you know. I'm glad Ahsoka gets to experience something outside of the Order, which is, like, all she's known for a long time. But then once the Siege of Mandalore starts, it's just like, oh yeah, this is what we should have been doing. Yeah, this is so much better. And I love how Maul is almost like this omen. Like, he just shows up, he's like, okay, shit's about to get really bad, and then no one believes him, which I... Yeah, uh, I appreciated that arc of his to, like, be kind of scared and confused and... He's like a wild... Like an animal, just like... 
but trying still to trying to take advantage yeah. of the situation too. Yeah. You know, apparently Dryden Voss was in the hologram. There, when there was a scene where he was talking to three bosses, the the solo it was a solo yeah. cameo. But where does that? Oh yeah, that's that makes sense. Solos after these movies. Yeah, because um, so he. I mean, wherever yeah. he goes to, also yeah. like that was the moment that made me feel the dumbest watching this because it was just like when Rex and Ahsoka are like holding off all the clones trying to get that ship. And Maul comes out, and I'm just kind of like, oh, is he going to, like, help them get to the ship? And then he just, like, fucking books in dress. It's like, <laughs> what was I even thinking? Like, it's fucking Darth Maul. Like, um, and I also, I also remember, like, when he started walking in the hallway, it's kind of like, are they trying to recreate Vader's, like, hallway massacre? And then, yes, yes, they are. <laughs> and it's Sans lightsaber, and it's fucking brutal, and I love it. Like just You're referring to the him dropping the hyperdrives on them? No, no, like when he's actually walking through oh, the hallway yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's with like the thirty shield, clones. The he's, yeah, he's got yeah. the shield, he's throwing them up against. He's yeah. like cuts dudes' arms and heads off. It's yeah, like I like they gave Ahsoka the pendum to the roof move too. She did that a couple times this yeah, season, I think, yeah. where she did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ahsoka wielding two lightsabers. They did a couple of the craziest, fastest Jedi stuff we've ever seen in a star wars thing in the show yeah. when especially when she was when she was fighting back against order 66 it was just like a blur but at the same time she, you could tell she was like deflecting the bolts into the ceiling yeah and she's like cutting her way yeah definitely trying not to take anyone out yeah it was mm-hmm. it was um yeah it was great and i loved that they brought in those droids it's like they're just loyal to her uh mm-hmm. and i felt super bad when they got blasted as you know uh, <laughs> I mean, I knew everyone on the ship was going down anyway, but that still made yeah. me really sad. And I'm glad Rex was able to, like, it wasn't just, like, an immediate, like, Rex was a good guy. It's, like, it took some time to, like, fix the brainwashing, in a sense. Yeah. Like, they had to pull that inhibitor out. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it was, um, and it was done really well, I think. I wasn't too sure about her using the book of the, what is it called? What's the, it, like, the 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 rogue one bit that they stole oh, the, the, the wills the wills yeah. yeah i don't know that felt a little like too i think that was my biggest complaint with the season overall like it's always been this way i get it but it did have a lot of like just direct nods and like taking yeah like like redoing scenes in the context of clone wars which which i get but at the same time i felt like the show as a whole was at its best when it was just doing its own thing yeah, like, so it was a little bit too naughty in that way, but again, nothing to ruin anything. Which, yeah, it, it can be a little annoying at times, for sure. And I, I gotta say, I, I'm forgetting his name, but the guy they have voicing Maul just does such a such a good job. Like, um, like Witter, something like yeah, that? Sam, Sam, yeah, yeah. like he, he's... Because, I mean, he, he just gives Maul this, like, personality and depth that I, I love so much, and it's... I think, no matter how I, you know, you feel about the prequels, I think Clone Wars does such a great job fleshing out these things that didn't really get a chance to shine as much in the prequel trilogy. Like, Maul, Maul gets killed off without, like, he has one scene of minor dialogue, and then he's just, like, thrown out with the garbage. And, and you know, Clone Wars has built him up into this character who's, you know, as impactful or important and memorable as like Darth Vader and you know Darth Sidious I think that's really cool that this character was able to come into his own like that 
And I'm just so glad that they that they were able to give him such a good send off and just like establish what a badass he is. Yeah, I remember when he came back and I was like, we're doing this. Really? <laughs> but I, I too was I think I was more won over by it. I don't think it really gelled with me the hit the Darth Maul stuff until Rebels, to be honest with you. I think it took to Rebels to kind of really solidify him. Um, his exploits on the Clone Wars were also largely built around his brother, which also felt a little bit like now there's two of them, yeah. you know. And not that there wasn't some good stuff there. How but... could we? How could we sell more Darth Darth Maul toys? Make a yellow one. Cool. <laughs> but the the character does ultimately come into his own and work. I, I think they did a great job with him. And I, I think they also did a good job of, of making him impactful along the way, but giving him the hubris to ultimately be his downfall. So that explains away why he's not involved with all this other shit. He's just like some gangster in the background. Does he never fight? Does he fight? obi-wan and he had he had to have fought them at some point right yeah he fought and he in lost the he lost again yeah okay but then uh, not think, that it's a big deal i'm I like like the not last some time mi- they saw each other that was when he killed uh satine okay yeah didn't, didn't it, he lose his he had like human ish but not quite human looking legs and didn't i think it was in his fight with obi-wan that those got trashed too hmm. i could be wrong he, it's been a while he, yeah, it just, and it's not like it creates any weird continuity things. I just, I just, I, that, their stuff doesn't stick out. Again, I think that has more to do with, I, I never really locked into his arcs when he showed up on Clone Wars. Um, I was more interested in, his stuff felt more natural in the Rebels arcs that he was in. And yeah, I don't know, the, the Bad Batch stuff was good, but I also, again, it's like they were going off something that they had. And I would have loved to, I think the best representation of like a story for the clones, and it's my favorite episode arc in all of Clone Wars, was there was a whole four episode arc where there's no, there's only one Jedi and it's a Jedi we've never seen before until this episode. Is it the one with like the, the, the four arms? He's just like a total bastard. Yeah. And it's all about the clones, like valuing their lives and like they're thinking about mutiny against this guy. Yeah. And it has like amazing action. There's no Jedi. It would have been really cool if we could have got something else at that caliber. But again, it's a nitpick, not uh, anything that ruins anything. And I think the bad ba- the bad batch was a fun get back into the groove kind of thing. You could definitely tell they're having it was fun, you know, like they were having fun with all these interesting characters and lots of quirky lines and referencing other properties and style. You know, Snake Plissken, <laughs> the the one yeah. guy looks just yeah. just like <laughs> pick pick your snake. He looks like Kurt Russell Snake Plissken or Metal Gear Solid Snake Plissken. Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty nice homage, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I I liked it. I I enjoyed that arc as a whole, but yeah, it's not it's not amazing. But it's mm-hmm. it, I I did really like it. I, I like I first arc I'd give eight, the middle one I'd give six, this last one I'd give like nine nine and a half like it's yeah like I do want to see I wish they would release it as one movie though edited together which it clearly yeah you pointed seems out seems like it yeah. wants to be. <laughs> 
like every episode picks up right off where the last one ended on the actual like same shot. I, so, I did miss like the serial summaries in those though. It's like you know battle on oh, no. whatever. Like I I always I got I got that. chills when they did the the, the Star Wars player and yeah the... the first time for sure. And, mm-hmm. But I also I like the uh, like they always have some little proverb or saying that's like oh it's so yeah. nice and cool to <laughs> cool to read. And, it's like I miss those. I mean, I'm kind of bummed they weren't in the last four episodes, but yeah, I guess that's a nitpick too. Like that's just me, me not wanting to embrace change. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> hey, you didn't want to. I had to bring Ben to the Clone Wars. He had given up on Star Wars, and this was my him getting into Clone Wars was the olive branch he needed to be brought back into the Star Wars fold. Yeah, I probably- after. Yeah, raging I, out over the, uh, the prequels. prequels. I probably would not have watched the new trilogy had it not been for Clone Wars being so, so good. I will miss the Clone Wars, but I am excited for... It, it just seems crazy that... I know they had Resistance on, which I, I I did not watch Resistance. I will watch it one of these days. It's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I hear the quality is nowhere near as good as... That's, yeah, the trailers, the trailers made it look almost like it was a little... I mean... Granted, these are animated shows, but yeah. it looked pretty kitty, and I was just like, yeah. I don't know if I could, and I still haven't, like, started it. I, um, yeah, I, I never even, yeah, I don't think I've seen an episode of it, which which is a shame, and I, I don't think by any means it was terrible, but I, I, I never heard anybody comparing it to Rebels and Clone Wars, so it just never got me going, but it seems crazy to me that there isn't an animated, sh- like, why does Disney not have an animated show going on at all times with this stuff yeah and like, yeah i i feel i mean it's like it's weird because they've got like you know 600 marvel shows coming up in the near future mm-hmm. it's like they've got what three star wars shows two official ones and i think there's two yeah there's four i think there's four shows in the works at this point okay. that we know about but but still it just and maybe it's you know partially like they're trying to recalibrate and trying to move out of the Skywalker saga time frame. Yeah, they seem to be in a real hurry to kind of like get that in the review. <laughs> but then I don't know. But then there's that you know there's a lot of open doors with Ezra and stuff too that it would be interesting to. Yeah, that's a character I need to know. <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck happened. Um, which I imagine we're going to get there, but I'm surprised we haven't heard anything about it yet that it's coming, but that could just be the promotional machine, you know, like they wanted to all the attention on Clone Wars and I just find it hard to believe in the next year we don't have, all we have is Mandalorian coming out for Star Wars content. Yeah, that, that sounds, that sounds too far-fetched. There's, there's going to be an announcement at some point where just, I would be stunned if that, if the Mandalorian was the only thing we get. Mm-hmm. by 2021 here's hoping you all that's all we got for clone wars i think unless i missed something oh release the <laughs> release the vangelis-esque yes. soundtrack cue please on spotify <laughs> powers to be as, as we were starting this zach was telling me that we don't have the best song like possibly the best song in the entire the entirety of clone wars <laughs> on spotify but a whole bunch of other pieces of uh tracks from clone Wars. it's just it guys it makes no sense just give it to us please <laughs> we need it we want it uh we're referring to in the second to last episode when they're moving maul onto the ship there's a score that is it feels very star wars but it's also clearly influenced by like the blade runner vangeli style of like synth 
set scoring and it was amazing and i want to listen to it now oh that was my other my other thing too before i forget it's like they had him in that that like hannibal lecter kind of mm-hmm. case mm-hmm. and i was just like how how the hell is that even holding ball that they talk about it's like oh the mandalorians used to have a bunch of these like of course they did they're so fucking cool like that's so that's so badass oh well they still have to they could still potentially tell so when does the mandalore fall to the empire is that gonna that happens somewhere between yeah three imagine, and four yeah. yeah okay because i mean so they got... couldn't bring in they couldn't bring in what's her name uh, who's well, the Mandalorian and Rebels? Well, the, let's we can narrow it down a little bit further because let's say Mando's in what late thirties, early forties. So it was probably twenty five, thirty years. So it was like right before. Uh, no, it would be yeah, it'd be closer to the end of three than the beginning of four. Yeah, because like because he's like in, yeah he's because the he's a small kid uh, during the. The Night of a Thousand Tears, which I, I am a little bummed we didn't get to see in Clone Wars. I would have loved to see that, but... Child murder. Ben wants to see it. No, he didn't get <laughs> murdered. Everybody else did. The child lived. Other children were probably murdered, but that happened off screen, so it's okay. I guess that doesn't really fit into showing into any shows they could do. Like if they did a Sabine... Sabine, right? That's her name from Rebels? Yeah, she wouldn't have even been, like, alive. She, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we, um, I don't know if Ben's ever going to get that wish. Sorry, Ben. Oh, it's okay. If this is the way, I'll live with it. <laughs> That's going to do it for Clone Wars. You should watch it if you never gave it a chance. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of good stuff. There's some okay stuff along the way, but I would say overall, most of the stuff is definitely in the B, yeah, B, um, B minus or higher range of Clone Wars. I would, I'd I give... would rate it. I give everything except the episodes that like focus on Jar Jar or the two, you know, the classic droids. Zero the Hut. Ever. Okay. Okay. Uh, give Zero the Hut is the worst of... Star Wars character ever created. That's my bold yeah, claim. Yeah. He's up there. Um, but I would, I would give like everything seven or above. Like everything outside of that, uh, like Clone Wars, is almost a hundred percent of the time entertaining and enjoyable and worth your time and it's not like there are huge georgia arcs that's before they got to like the three to four it's like there's like maybe two or three episodes of georgia which <laughs> granted is two to three more than i would like but yeah the darth jar jar thing they played with that a little bit didn't they? that was fun <laughs> uh but uh yeah clone wars do it do rebels do them both and then ben and i will do resistance sometime and won't come back and tell you what we thought about it Unless it gets canceled that has a ten year hiatus and then comes back and has a thrilling <laughs> conclusion, then we'll uh, we'll see you here. Until next time, I'm Zach Oldenburg. Find me wherever you find at Zach Oldenburg. Find us at middleofrow.com, at middleofrow on Twitter, middleofrow on t- Tumblr. Rate and review the podcast; it helps. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And we're on Facebook, too. Ben didn't mention that. Oh, I thought you said Facebook. No, I left it open for you. That was your Damn job. It. We're Fail. on Facebook at Middle of the Row. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye.